Welcome in, potty people, to Potty Pod Cinema. I am Dan. With me, as always, is Andy. And uh, we're back after a very long hiatus. And I, we both apologize for that. It's been bananas. Uh, work, our real work has been busy. This pays nothing. And uh, and just all kinds of stuff going on. But we're back. And we wanted to celebrate that with our 2023 awards show. So if you've listened to the show before, uh, we have... Some of the regular categories, you know, best best actor, best supporting actor, both uh, TV and movie. And then we have some that we just, we think should be in there. Best action. Um, some of the biggest parties. Things that we relate to that don't really cl- clarify because, or qualify because they're much later. Sh- they came out way before or, and we just found out about them. And then um, some that are just Any- kind of fun. Yeah. And, and some that are just corrected in category so that the Martian doesn't win best comedy. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so uh, let's get into it. We've got a ton of categories. Uh, if you're, if you want to see what all the categories and uh, nominees are, I will be sure to paste this in the, uh, if you're on Spotify or anything, it should have all the information on there. I won't have the winners on there for obvious reasons, but uh, feel free to go and check that out. We did... Decide. And this was discussed before we did any of our voting and anything like that. But we did decide that we are going to have a caveat this year because it kind of me- it was going to mess everything up. So Succession basically is would have won just about everything. It was everything. Yeah. Cross the board. It, it was best acting and pick an actor. Like pick an actor. It was the best. <laughs> yeah. Acting. Literally can't go wrong. Yeah. yeah you can't go wrong. Supporting lead doesn't matter, and that would get boring. That would get boring for mm-hmm. everybody to hear that Succession won every step of the way, all the way down, except maybe Best Action. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We didn't get to see uh, Greg make a tomlet, so uh, no Best Action. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, so that that's that's what we did. So I, I think it makes sense to pull it and just say honorarily to everyone what everybody already probably knows is that Succession was ridiculously amazing it ended as well as it started and the acting across the board was simply must see and if you haven't seen it you're doing yourself a disservice so it wins everything congratulations now we'll just uh we'll talk about uh runners up for everything moving forward (laughs) yeah yeah that's basically what it is but yeah we because it it felt weird because like wow we can't really do that but like ah, we kind of have to so succession congratulations you won everything uh your fake trophy is in the mail and um, yeah, it yeah. ended perfectly. So this is uh, kind of everyone else that we wanted to give them a shot. So first off, one of the biggies, best show drama. So the nominees are Gen V, Heels, Beef, Silo, Mayor of Kingstown, The Last of Us, Big Door Prize, Loki, and Barry. Uh, Andy, what, what was your winner? This is a this was a good one. Big Door Prize was an interesting one because I didn't really know where to put it, but because uh, it was a little yeah. bit of everything. But yeah. where did you go? So I had I it came down to a couple extremely great shows. Um, man, I'm gonna have to give the nod to to Beef. Yeah, I think that's the winner for me this year. Yeah, it was Beef. Um, I, I liked Mayor of Kingstown a lot. Uh, I think from an actor's standpoint, she should probably win something. But the 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 show itself was was really good. Uh, but I think Beef, the the, the dramatic 
uh, ability from from top to bottom. Every member of the cast. There's there's cast members that I never heard of before that I'm following everything they do now, um, including the director. So yeah, um, I think that was that was definitely my winner. Especially the fact that I, I think it's Ali Wong. Mm-hmm. Never would have thought of her as a great dramatic actress. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but my gosh, she was good uh, along with Stephen Young. So yeah, that was that was definitely my winner this year. Fair enough. Yeah, I we I started watching. So I watched the first episode. And I think I got kind of through the second. I just never came back to it. But now knowing the uh, the cast for the next season and that apparently it's going to win all the awards this year, um, I'm gonna have to go back and check that out. Yeah. Just because. Of all those things, my winner, and this is kind of—I was torn between two, and this—they're both not original subject matter, and not places you would think would uh, do well. But I was torn between Last of Us and Loki, and I yes, I yeah, ended yeah. up I I played the Last of Us video game. I saw the show; it was the best possible thing you could have done with the with that intellectual property, and Loki at a time when the MCU was kind of a mess and all over the place, this was excellent. He had, there was two seasons. We don't, you don't know if you'll get more Loki, but if you don't, it's the perfect ending, but there is the yeah. possibility of him coming back. I went with Loki. I loved it. That like there was the writing was the, everything was so well done. The visuals, the writing, the acting, like I know it's a weird to go with a, a comic book one, but that doesn't mean they don't deserve nope. it. No, I, I totally agree with you. Loki was one that was uh, was up there for me as well. Last of Us was also one of the ones that I had a hard time because, believe it or not, there's a lot of similarities between Beef and Last of Us, which I know is crazy. All right. Uh, in, in, in that they all had these just amazing, you know, one episode guest stars that would come in there and kill it, but without taking away from the overall story and the overall act and okay. the main actors. You know, uh, like Maria Bello, Andrew Santoro, uh, Santino, Santino uh, and yeah. Uh, Ginger yeah, Whiskey. Santino, uh, yeah, that's right. Gin- uh, whiskey Ginger and mm. uh, and some others that were just, you know, were just killers that came in and were like, wow, that scene in that episode. Fantastic job. Uh, Last of Us, same thing. Every episode was a new guest star that was just fantastic. So I get it. I get both. And yeah, that was. Uh, but yeah, I just I can't I can't not give it to beef because I was just just riveted man yeah uh by the end i was just it was just so good fair enough yeah i didn't i just i i will go back and get to it it's just now some other good shows are starting so i have to get back to that but, yeah uh yeah. the next category is best show comedy and the nominees are ted bookie shorzy our flag means death only murders in the building killing it twisted metal righteous gemstones bubkiss American Auto, Party Down, Shrinking, and Reboot. Andy, you want to go first or second on this one? That is a mess. I know, but there was so... And it's wild because it feels like we don't... Like, whenever I'm looking for a show, there's so many dramas. I'm like, I kind of could use a comedy to kind of take the edge off of some of these really dark ones. I'm like, there haven't been that many comedies. And then as you and I were going through, like, no, there have been a ton of really good comedies this year. There have and, and like I, I almost wanted to give it to Twisted Metal at first just because I yeah you know it was just such a surprise and it was so funny and so good and off of like what appeared to be no budget <laughs> on a nothing network I'm sorry I'm not trying to be mean but uh you know and and it just it was just hilarious but 
it my final final two came down to righteous gemstones mm-hmm. which was just again chef's kiss to the finale mm-hmm. it was fantastic uh but i gave it to ted i gave it to wow, ted okay. because uh ted i i mean it was like milk through the nose laughing hard hilarious for me from beginning to end every single episode it was short and sweet i think it was eight episodes uh and the series is done Maybe there'll be a season two brought one day, but they haven't announced that that's anything that they're looking to do. This was just a mini series that he got a, a spur to do. And I mean, I, I loved the first Ted. I liked the second Ted, but the series to me was like almost the best of the bunch. It was okay. it just had me laughing so much. Yeah. Lauren, and I went back and watched the the movies afterwards. And they all feel very similar to me. Like they all feel like very much the universe. I, I, yeah, I enjoyed Ted quite a bit. This one, yeah. I think this might be the toughest category I had. And maybe if you could do like this episode versus this episode to make it easier. But like Twisted Metal, it was it was hard not giving it to them. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went back and started watching the second season of Shorzy again. I'm like, this is magnificent. Like this was so good. Um, it really was. Yeah, but it really was. Go ahead. Throw in there mm-hmm. that that so many of these part of what made it so difficult is that they did a, such a great job of having good dramatic moments, but also a lot of great comedy. And it was like, do we give it to a pure comedy? Yeah. Or is it okay that it's a mix? And that was what made it a little difficult this year. Yeah. That's kind of... And that leads me to my winner, because it was... And then we always say, the best comedies have a ton of heart. You have to have a ton of yes. heart, and the characters have to feel... Kind of, at least, not at first, but eventually well-rounded. You have to see what are their motivations. And I thought they really... I mean, every character felt very fleshed out, and it was really good, and I can't wait uh, for a second season. Yeah, I I think I might actually say that, you know, if there were an award on its own, I would say it may have actually been the perfect show this year. Like, it, uh, it was, because I would say it was almost the best dramatic show as well as best comedy. Mm -hmm. Like, the the drama was legit, and it was deep and sweet and, and and heartfelt and it was uh man some of the episodes man you're like it, it was it was very much what you expected when you found out that people from ted i'm ted i'm sorry ted lasso <laughs> were making a new series and i remember thinking like well there's no way it'll be you know it was like ted lasso was lightning in a bottle mm-hmm. it's not going to be as good shrinking was every bit as good and um if not maybe a little better like i really think the, the shrinking was one of the best series i've ever seen yeah yeah so I, uh, I can't wait to watch the second season yeah i'm with you. yeah if it had very much ted lasso vibes and which is wild because yeah. like a lot of people that liked ted lasso i would tell them about it or you know they're like oh yeah i heard it was from ted lasso so i tried it and like they hated it so i was really I, yeah okay. i know i mean not a lot maybe like half but like still that's a lot i mean that's a lot <laughs> I, you know i think some people had an issue with the first episode, they really tried to have a little bit of shock value at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of people that Jason Siegel is kind of like one of the Jim Carrey's of like people either love him or he's, he's just too over the top for them. Mm-hmm. And I think having like the Cokes and prostitutes in like one of the first scenes kind of turned off people that were looking for a more heartwarming, yeah, you know Ted what Lasso I mean? Was a little type bit more of a family and uplifting. T- show. I guess yeah. Say. Yeah. And it had some of those shock value moments for sure. Yeah. But, but, I think shrinking coming out of the gate with it, people didn't keep giving it a chance like they should have. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. 
Uh, let's move on to the next category, best animated. So this is just anything that was animated, movies, shows, whatever. But it, we kind of wanted to give it its own category. We've been doing this for a little while just yeah. because it kind of deserves it. it. You can't really, I feel like like some of them you could, but I feel like you could put them up with the other ones. And certainly quality of the writing and you know voice acting and all that I feel is the same, but people will just yeah. view it differently. So these it's are, a different type of directing. It is, you know? yeah. It, it's just it's very different. But we ha- this is a great uh, category. Best animated. Uh, the nominees are Archer, Digman, Family Guy, Bob's Burgers, Solar Opposites, Rick and Morty, Harley Quinn, Invincible, What If, and the Mario Brothers movie. Now I will say I'm the only one that added Digman because I don't think anyone but me enjoyed that show. But I thought it was funny because everyone's like, well, it's just Andy uh, Samberg you. doing that same old voice. Well, I mean, H. John Benjamin does the same voice, but it's he's great. It's just his voice, but he's great at it. And I love Archer. I love Bob's Burgers. And I can't wait to see Boy Kill's World. Like, that's fine. I'm I'm good with that. So, But it definitely yeah. didn't win. Um, mine on this one, this one was so tough. I feel like Bob's Burgers can kind of win it for me just about every year. Uh, Fair enough. But okay. I, I went with what if I just from the very first episode right. being the the Nebula Noir, which I think might be my favorite episode. I yeah. I loved it. I loved it so much, and I loved that it was so different from the first season that it had a little bit of a lighter tone and in time for Christmas. And I, I just enjoyed that. But it had the comedic yeah. ones. It had um, drama. It had it just had a little bit of everything. Being an anthology, I think that's a little bit easier. But there's not a lot of these here that uh, you're going to hurt my feelings if you say that's yours. No, I, I'm with you because what if did a really great job, in my opinion, what they did better in season two than season one is having more of that feel of we can do anything anytime we want. And so like the tones can change, like everything, like just we feel like doing what we want to do this time. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I, I really like this season. Um, I would say my, my, my runner up was going to be probably Harley Quinn. Yeah. Just because every season is just so incredibly great. Yeah. This one specifically, though, I don't think it uh, it it won. <laughs> yeah. It was really good, but it wasn't as great as some of the others. For I me, agree. it was Invincible because Invincible, time and time again, finds ways to take the nothing characters, side characters, whatever, and just show you what writing can do, <laughs> and put you know and, and and write characters in such a way that suddenly this is now my favorite character next episode let's do a deep dive on this other guy whoops now he's my favorite character mm-hmm. <laughs> now this other guy's mom now she's my favorite character yeah like, and you're just like wow this is what writing does <laughs> and it's just written so well so powerfully uh i like that they're tight seasons and and episodes if you get um, a full i really season. do like that yeah 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 if you that, get it so that we, was my big knock and that's uh, invincible would probably be my runner-up but that was kind of my knock is I, I they gave us four episodes and they're like all right see you in four months yeah i mean i get it because it's their biggest show on the network besides the boys um it did beat out uh the generation v or whatever um mm-hmm. for viewership which is great but uh i you know animation's hard and it takes a lot of time to, to get uh get it done so like i forgave it but i feel like it was more on the Amazon than it was on the writers. Yeah. Um, I could be wrong, but I think it's more on Amazon. So, um, yeah. And, and I mean, from the very opening episode, 
just the karma police scene uh, as he's flying through and checking out the de- damage and devastation on the world from uh, I, it was just amazing. Yeah. So yeah, I I couldn't have loved it more. Yeah, um, I'm can't not gonna... wait for the next four. Yeah, it, it's and, and that's such a rewatchable. You can go back and rewatch it. Yeah, that it so is. Yeah, it's, it is very well done. And I'm very much looking forward to the next half. I just hate that it's when when does the, the next one come out? Is it? It's pretty soon, isn't it? Yeah, it's in like uh, it's in a month. Okay, I mean that's way too long. But all right, uh, <laughs> the next category is best actor drama TV and. Just so if you've not listened to the show before, we don't separate actor by male or female because it's not the decathlon. That makes no sense to separate, to 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 split, you know, to segregate by gender for actor. Like you're all, it's everyone's on the same playing field. So this is actor or actress, whoever. It's just who we thought did the best job. And this one is, who? it's a powerhouse. This one's a, a tough one. So mm-hmm. the nominees are Jeremy Allen for The Bear. Rebecca Ferguson for Silo, Pedro Pascal for Last of Us, Bella Ramsey for Last of Us, Zoe Saldana for Lioness, Leila de Oliveira for Lioness, Bill Hader for Barry, Stephen Yoon for Beef, Ali Wong for Beef, James Marsden for Jury Duty, Jeremy Renner for Mayor of Kingstone, Matthew Reese for Perry Mason, Tom Hiddleston for Loki, and Terry, Taryn Edgerton for Tetris. Uh, Andy, I've got about seven runners up <laughs> because I'm with you. This is another one I'm, where I feel like if you left one, like I don't know if that I would argue with you about any of these. And granted, you and I are making the list, so that makes it much easier. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I mean, there's there's five where I'm happy to give it to any one of them, and I would be thrilled to see them walk away with a real a real Emmy or, or whatever for it. Um, I mean, Tom Hiddleston is an easy one to, to love. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Reese for me is probably the runner up that I have, even yeah. though I love both of the actors from beast. Uh, but my runner up, yeah, would, would be that, but I, I give the winner this year, even though part of it's a farewell nod is uh, uh hater, Bill hater <sighs> for, for Barry. It was just such an incredible season. Um, and, and he had to, he had to have such a range of emotions and uh, and and character development and and almost pitfalls into his character again. That I just you know I loved it. I absolutely loved what he did with that character. Like Rebecca Ferguson and Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey. A lot of these guys, their acting was phenomenal, but they played one character throughout. And Bill and, and Bill Hader for for Barry for that season. I mean, flipping from the uh, farm life in the future to back to the you know, hitman days, reverting back to his old days, you know, all the different things he had to, he had to draw that character through in one season just blew my mind. Yeah. Uh, my, my runner up is actually James Marsden for jury duty, just because of how difficult it, uh, okay. that had to be. Yeah. Like just because yeah. like trying to do that, there's no hours. Yeah. There's no, I forgot my line. There's no, Oh, can we run that? Like it is what it is, what it is. And oh, I'm, I'm a James where well, I think we're both big James Marsden fans anyway. I mean, all these people. Yeah, Matthew Reese, Tommy Wilson, those are all great. But my winner is Bill Hader for Barry. It's And this was another thing that we talked about is usually Barry goes in like the comedy. It's a dark comedy. We put it in comedy. This year we're like, I think we have to put it in drama because this season was much yes. more dramatic than it was comedic. While it did have, it shifted from having 
being a comedy with dramatic elements to being a drama with comedic elements. And so, yeah. And mm-hmm. I'd even say very few comedic elements this season. Yeah. Really? I mean, there were a few, but and not, go, I mean, not enough to even remotely call it a comedy. Yeah. I think you're right. There were some great, I mean, there's still Anthony Kerrigan and people that like, and yeah. uh, Steven Root that really did a lot of the comedic stuff, but yeah, it was a much more drama based. And uh, yeah, I, that's funny that we got the same one. This is our first one. It's, and I feel like you and I disagree more than we agree. Not like in a, uh, yeah, 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 challenging way. Just like we, we just have, it just happens it that from way. Different perspectives. Yeah, yeah. Overall, we have a very similar taste in like movies, TV, sports, all that stuff. But whenever we start to kind of compare, we're kind of the same thing with with the combine coming up. We've been talking about football players in our other, uh, yeah, podcast, and we have very but disagreement there. So that's kind of interesting that we've come to the same one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he was just so good. Yeah. He was so incredibly good. This year. And he was great throughout the series. But to me, and, and I feel like it, sometimes it's kind of uh, dumb when I see, like, they only give the, the shows their, uh, their due on their final season. Yeah. That's not what I'm doing here. Yeah. This season, I really feel like he had a variety of range it was different. to that character from the episode to episode. And it was just really mind-blowing what he did. Yeah, it was different. Uh, all right. Next up is best supporting actor, drama television. The Oof. nominees are Eben Moss Bacharach, the Bear. I'm gonna tell you that's my runner-up right now. Ayo Edabiri, <laughs> the Bear. Tom Pelfrey, Love and Death. Brie Larson, Lessons in Chemistry. Nick Offerman, Last of Us. Anthony Kerrigan, Barry. Juliet Rylance, Perry Mason. Chris Chalk, Perry Mason. Shea Wiggum, Perry Mason. Don Cheadle, Secret Invasion. I think you added that one. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Um, this Don one was... Cheadle? You don't remember him? No, I remember him. Yeah, I just... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, anything from Secret Invasion is kind of like, oh, yeah, that's right. That well, the show, the show was awful, but he was fantastic in every one of the scenes. Fair um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, so what who do you have? Here? You go first. You All go right. first. So this one was... This one's so tough because there were... Th- there were three that were kind of my top ones. Um, Anthony Kerrigan, Nick Offerman, and Eben Moss Bacharach from The the Bear. And I, it's kind of, it, it's been killing me. And I put down Nick Offerman, which I'm fine with. But honestly, it could have been any, either any of those three. It could have been most of these people, but I think it could have been either of those three. And uh, yeah. yeah, I have to go with Nick Offerman. Uh, just in one episode, he, it was like almost like a little novella, like you know, a little short, little st- his own little story. Um, but my God, okay. all of them were so good. Okay, I like that. I I've got I actually have him as my runner up, and I'll and I'll tell you why in a second. Mm-hmm. Anthony Kerrigan is my winner. I don't blame uh, you. And the, yeah, and the only thing I would the only reason I had him just as my runner up though was because he was in one episode. Yeah, that's you hard. know, whereas Kerrigan was over the season, so that was really. The only reason I did that, I just wanted to chime in at the end, though. Hey, guys, we're not perfect. (laughs) How Brie Larson got thrown into supporting, I'm not sure. She was the solo actress. Yeah, that makes no sense. (laughs) Yeah, we really dropped the ball on that one. (laughs) We we did. We did. We did. She's uh, she's the best actor. Uh, And she's of note. I would have mentioned she was extremely great in that show. But, yeah, we wouldn't have won, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, Kerrigan, Kerrigan was my winner. 
Um, and I will admit there's a little bit of Kerrigan that's the compendium of the whole series. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I can't deny that there's a little bit of that in it. But, I mean, he's forever going to be one of the greatest characters that I remember uh, in any show. Like, he was just fantastic. Yeah, uh, and it, the thing is, every time... And I don't blame you for like Nick Crawford was the only one. That was kind of the thing. That was that was the thing that was holding me back from him. Anthony Kerrigan's yeah. this one was I felt like that character, Noho Hank, evolved so much in this season. Honestly, he did. I, I, I like. I feel like you you may be more right than me on this one. Not that I mean it's subjective, but because I just keep seeing like in my mind every time I see his name on our dock, I keep seeing his face when he's just the utter anguish. When, and I don't want to ruin it if people haven't seen it, when he has to make this decision. No, it's okay. He's stuck with yeah. a decision. That, and yeah. like, that that he goes through, and it kind of that's it, it kind of takes over who he is as a character. It does, absolutely. Yeah, and to be able to do that, man, it, it was really impressive. So I, there's none that... And, and then Ebon Moss Backrack, the I Wear Suits Now episode, Forks, was probably one of the best episodes of any show i've seen all season it's just it, this one is so tough there's so much good tv out yeah i get it and and this is my one i'm embarrassed about that i still haven't finished is is the bear so oh, what i yeah 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 i've seen two episodes and i just got stuck oh man uh, i think season two yeah. might be might even be a little bit better in season one it's so tough though oh, wow. they're both so amazing yeah, that is wild that you haven't seen the bear yet. I know it is. Yeah, I don't want to hear any <laughs> guff from you about not seeing beef yet. Oh, I get it. I get it. I think I, I well, it. I live in Chicago, so I think that I, that's there's something to that too. Like it, it, it films there, so maybe there's something to that. But I, that show is just phenomenal. Yeah, I know I need to see it, so I'll I'll watch it if you watch beef. All right, that's fair. That's fair. That's very fair. That's an easy trade off. All right. Yeah, yeah. Next is best actor comedy television. Uh, the nominees are Jared Kiso for Shorzy, Quinta Brunson for Abbott Elementary, Martin Short for Only Murders in the Building, Claudia O'Darity for Killing It, Jason Siegel for Shrinking, Ken Marino for Party Down. And we, we actually have Claudia O'Darity. This is another quality assurance thing that fell through. We have Claudia O'Darity for Best Actor <laughs> and Best Supporting Actor. And I don't, I feel like it's Best Actor. Like it's her and Craig Robinson in the show, right? Can, can we just say person I most want to have a drink of beer with? Because <laughs> she just seems so delightful. I know. We just want to throw her everywhere. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. She's delightful. I'll, the thing is, even if we had that category, I think it would be a tie between her and actually who's my winner for Best Actor Comedy TV, and that's Quinta Brunson. I The new season of Abbott Elementary has come back, and I know that's not, that doesn't qualify because it just came back for our race, but it's especially this past season because I feel like that character had changed so much over the course. Like none of those characters stay stale, which is tough because it would be very easy for them to. Yeah, I, I get that. And uh, I'll tell you, I mean, I probably have Quentin Brunson as my runner up in this group. I think um, my winner though, and I can't believe this is Jason Siegel for shrinking. Wow. And I will say, I'm in the camp that for me, Jason Siegel does go a little overboard a lot of the times, and I'm not always the biggest fan of his. I mean, I've definitely mm-hmm. loved the movies he's been in, and I like Forgetting Sarah Marshall, for That's instance. A classic. Love, love that movie. But even in that movie specifically, there were definitely scenes where I'm like, 
does he have to go that overboard? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's definitely a little bit of over-the-top moments that are swings and, for me, just a little bit of misses. Um, but in this this show, the, the ranges he had to go from the darkest of dark points in his life to, uh, like, dealing with the fact that, uh, all the way up to the fact that his daughter's having sex is and, and the annoying neighbor, he pulled the comedy off. He pulled out of the drama into the comedy mode in a switch of a line uh, from a reaction to some news or something that was so dang funny and believable for a guy going through it to, to have to deal with the insanity in his life that he's going through. He was, he, I mean, I was crying laughing at some of his scenes that he was just so great. And yeah, so I I, got to give it to him and say, he proved me wrong. He did a, he did a fantastic job for me from beginning to end. Fair enough. The next category, Best Supporting Actor, Comedy, Television. The nominees are Harrison Ford, Shrinking, Jessica Williams, Shrinking, Alan New- Elena Newbach from Ted, who is the mom, Scott Grimes from Ted, who's the dad, Con O'Neill, or Flag Means Death, John Barinholtz, American Auto, Tyrell Jackson Williams, Party Down, Mark Proch, What We Do in the Shadows, Judy Greer, Reboot. This is another one where it's so because it's also is it the act like who was the funniest or who did the best acting and I feel like I, I have agree two answers for both of those. Okay, okay, I'll let you start again this time. Okay, so I'll just just for best like most comedic like the people I like the two and this is this is kind of a tie. John Barron holds from American auto who we've been going back and watching Superstore again. That guy's just fantastic. Yeah. And Tyrell yeah. Jackson Williams for party down who we also loved from, um, uh, Brock Meyer, but yes. for best acting, I've, it's gotta be Con O'Neill for our flag means death. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, that's, that's not bad at all, dude. Yeah. That's a very good pick. Um, See, that's, so we, we need to kind of, yeah, We'll have to figure that out for next year. Is it like best acting or who was the funniest? Okay. All right. Fair enough. So, okay. I'm going to, um, I'm going to be honest with the public. Uh, I can't read at the moment, but, uh, the, the, the lady from shrinking Jessica, can you read Jessica Williams? Yeah. Jessica Williams. I did love her. I've, I've got to give her the credit. I mean, as far as again, just sheer moments of laughter. Yeah. I mean, she, she, nailed it and just not dealing with the bs of these two white guys as you often <laughs> called it yeah in her apartment trying to uh, just it was so funny and real and honest without being stupid mm-hmm. uh or, or her, her character could have easily gotten uh either obnoxious or or you would have been annoyed that she wasn't annoyed or over the <laughs> like, top like her character yeah That's, yeah that character and, and could have been she, over the top really easily and i felt like she and, grounded it well and still so sweet. I mean, like mm-hmm. leaving the water for Harrison Ford and him taking to the end of the season before he realizes yeah. <laughs> and acknowledges how much she's taking care of him the whole time that she's annoyed by him. Uh, yeah, I, that. And then my other my other funniest, I've got to say, uh, just because it's made me go back, is Alana Nubach for uh, for Ted as the oh, mom. Like God, she, yes. She stole some scenes for me, man, that were just so darn funny i mean between standing in the water in the basement and taking the electrocution to uh just i i oh, still day? i still walk around my house going oh this day oh <laughs> if, if, if anything good happens and my wife just hasn't seen it she's like 
what is wrong with you? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this day. <laughs> and it's just, she just stole it. And what's, I, I, have, I have to tell you a, a 10 second story. I'm telling somebody about how bad he has to watch this the, uh, last night, just last night, and talking all about it, how hilarious it is. And he goes, you know, my favorite thing of all time, and I swear to God this happened, is he brings up waiting and talks about Alana Nubak. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> As I'm telling her how, how great this one is, I'm like, this is on. This has got to be on hidden camera. Like she came up for two people from different projects that far apart as being one of our favorite things. That's funny. Yeah, so, yeah. She's been around anyway. since the early '90s. She's been around a long yeah. time. So it's good to see her get. Oh well, hopefully she gets yeah. some some recognition for this. But I mean, yeah, we will because yeah, she I, was I think, she was so great in that. Yeah, I think she got. I guarantee you, she got noticed. There's yeah. other people who went, "Wow, okay, there's some tape now." Where I need to get this person in my series. Yeah, I, I bet. I bet so. Yeah. All right, uh, next category, Best Show mini sh- Miniseries. The nominees are Fall of the House of Usher, Lessons in Chemistry, Special Ops Lioness, Hijack, Jury Duty, Daisy Jones and the Six, Love and Death. And Andy, I'm going to oh, leave wow. it to you on this one. Yeah, this one's a tough yeah. one because miniseries can run the gambit. Like, you'll have a comedy like Jury Duty. <laughs> can. Uh, more of a... Uh, it's not a bi- actual buy, but like Daisy Jones and the Six, and then like Fall of the House. Like these are all so all over the place for what you know for what kind of category they are. So this one's the toughest, and there's not a yeah. bad one in the bunch. I will say that there's not a bad one. They were they all had there really ones. isn't. I will say I think I think Hijack while it was still good is probably the the weakest. <clears throat> Agreed. I was about to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. That was that was the only maybe you know. I don't. I'm happy to have it in here, but it's definitely not anywhere close to some of the others. Yeah, um, I enjoyed I'll, it. I'll go first. This I time. always got excited yeah. when I had a new episode of it. But yeah, yeah, you go ahead and take it yeah. from here. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it this time. Um, and really, it's it's two, and and it's I know it's kind of a, a, a chicken scratch, but it's uh, to say this, but uh, they're both so different that it's hard to say a one A. It's more of a one A one B for me was. I'll say runner-up was Daisy Jones and the Six, but I have to say that opened my eyes to a bunch of actors that I now love. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show was something that was so great. Even the music was great. The whole idea, I just blew my mind, and I got to say, it's 1A, 1B. It's between that and Fall of the House of Usher. That is bananas, because um, I have the exact same yeah. thing, but it's reversed. I gave it to Daisy Jones and the yeah. Six as my winner, but Fall of the House of the Usher is my, my runner-up. Uh, okay. And I think it's kind of a bit of a chasm and then everyone else. It, it really is. It really is. It, it, it's, it's a hands down. And I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm perfectly fine with Daisy Jones being, being higher. You it, know what I mean? Like if you it's reverse just, those for me, it was I don't so care. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It was so great. And they're just so different mm-hmm. that it's really hard. It's really apples and oranges to compare them. But fall house usher was just fun from a, from a dark mm-hmm. spooky perspective. Like I wanted a good, uh, you know, Halloween scary series and Michael Flanagan just keeps delivering. Yeah. Uh, you know, everybody gets a midnight uh, club book club or whatever one mistake, but, uh, <laughs> but, but this time, I mean, Oh man, I, I knew it'd be coming. I thought it'd be hard to do any, and to keep in mind, he had to recast halfway through the series. Yeah. Uh, with, with John Greenwood, uh, Bruce Greenwood. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> that's even more bananas Yeah, <laughs> uh, that he was able to do that. And, it'd be as solid as it was and top to bottom again, Moneyball cast 
amazing though. Yep. Amazing job. And, uh, and, and Daisy Jones as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd even call that kind of a money ball cast. Um, um, really? I mean, fall down I don't think usher. There was a, you can't say fall down. There was too many pretty good names. There's a lot of newcomers, but there were some pretty good names. Daisy Jones okay. and the Six had a, is kind of yeah. You could say that's I would say, but yeah. Either way, I'm not gonna fault you on that. I, yeah, and the music for Daisy Jones and the Six was so great, just because yeah. It, like I, we listened to the music forever afterwards. Lauren still listens to it all the time, and so yeah, that both of those are good. You can put that in any order, but then I would kind of put all the rest of them. All right, fair enough. That's wild. Did you know? That's wild that we both came. I did not think you. I didn't think I knew Fall of the House of Usher would be in your your upper echelon. I didn't know about Daisy Jones and the Six. I I loved that series. It was I so good. I truly loved that series. Yeah. And Riley, how do you say her name? It's not Kia. Is it Ko? Kia. Is it Ko? Yeah. Did you know who she's related to? Uh, Elvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that till yeah. till the series started. I'm like, oh man, what a what a perfect casting to take somebody who who knows about insane levels of ce- of celebrity. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, that was yeah, excellent, fantastic. All right, next is biggest surprises of 2023. So this is ones that we just um, we went into, didn't have a lot of expectations, and it, it, it blew us away. So yeah, I, yeah, low expectations is the key. And not even low, just like, meh, all right, I'll check it out. And then uh, yeah. it was way better than we had any thought that it would be. And this is going to be another really tough one. So first is Bookie. Second, yeah. Twisted Metal. Bubkiss. Big Door Prize. Jury Duty. Daisy Jones and the Six. Tulsa King. Gran Turismo. Dungeons and Dragons. Strays. Tetris. Dial of Destiny. Jesus. Yeah, I know. We had a ton of these. There was a bunch of good surprises this year. Like a lot of those, I just did not either didn't hear about them until the last second or just had no, like Bubkiss, I just had no, I, I did not expect anything from that. I thought it'd be really bad. It ended up being a little all over the place, but like way better than I thought. But Andy, what was your biggest surprise of 2023? Yeah, for me, it's it's got to be Twisted Metal. Yeah. Um, because I, I I had a dual combo of didn't care at all that they were making the show to begin with because I never played the game and couldn't have cared less. Mm-hmm. Two, uh, I'll, and I'll even say the trailer was not good. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the trailer and I'm like, oh, man, did they, uh, did they screw the pooch on this one? Because uh, this looks bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, but you know what? God. Literally, my love for Anthony Mackie is the only reason I'm going to give it a shot because I, I want good things for that man. And Stephanie and Beatrice. So I will. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard too. But I, like, I couldn't, I didn't even get the, I couldn't even tell from the trailer that she'd be a big part versus a, you know, you know, a couple cameo kind of a thing. Like, mm-hmm. I still wasn't even sure. Um, and it was really just these weird shots of him driving the car. And I'm like, this looks dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and i and usually the trailer does the opposite right like you're like i don't care about this trailer like oh okay i've got a little interest in it no this made it worse and then i watched the series out of what the hell you know and uh oh my god it was like my favorite thing of the year it was like, or one of my you know yeah. not my favorite but it was like it was up there it was i was like oh my god this is hilarious and the action is good and the characters are wild and out there and all nailed. The casting is is on point across the board, despite, you know, not being necessarily huge names. So, you know, uh, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. 
and uh, and I couldn't believe it. And I'm I'm still sad. Probably way too few people watched it because yeah. of the network it was on. But oh my well, god, if there's two. anything, yeah, if there's anything people need to watch, it's that. Yeah. Watch that. Uh, and oh my god, uh, yeah, well done show. Yeah, I will say though, there it's not not everyone's gonna enjoy it. I think maybe I think I get most it, people but... would. But yeah, um, the way I judge this for myself and you can kind of anyone can kind of pick their their barometer for, for success in this was the what had the biggest chasm from expectations to how much i enjoyed it because, exactly yep like yep. dungeons and dragons i i enjoyed it thoroughly but mm-hmm. once the trailer came out i was like oh this looks pretty i mean chris pine this is gonna be pretty good but there were a few where i went in with so low expectations and yeah it ended up some of them being really good. Dial of Destiny, I had very, very bottom level expectations because of what the really? last one. Okay. And I really enjoyed Dial of Destiny. It's not going to win because I didn't like it as much as my winner, but I thought I was very impressed with where it ended up being. My kind of two I kept kind of going back and forth with were Bookie, which I had no expectations and I ended up loving it. And then my winner, Twisted Metal, which was I played the video game to death. I, that was the first game I owned on PlayStation when I got my PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you how much I played. I even tried downloading the... Uh, they have it available on like PlayStation Plus. I downloaded it. The controls and the graphics are god-awful. That Someone should fix that and they can make a ton of money. But the, it was a great adaptation from the game. And the hardest part was Sweet Tooth, who was kind of the mascot. It became the mascot yeah. of the game. And how they did that with... Um, the the using the wrestler body and then using uh oh what's his name Will Arnett's, Will Arnett's voice, voice. yeah, yeah. And it was it was a great way of doing it and now at the end of season one is okay now the twisted metal tournament which is what the whole game was about is starting so yeah yeah this is another one where you and I are are we we got the same one but man I tell you there's not one of these that I don't think people should watch no and and I'll tell you my runner up because the only reason it wasn't uh. A, what I had wrong with Bookie was, uh, for now, because it was HBO, I automatically had a little bit of higher hopes. You know what I mean? But I, but I thoroughly enjoyed it, by the way. Mm-hmm. But my, my runner-up was actually Big Door Prize. Yeah. Um, and again, just because I had literally no expectations. Yeah. I think, I want to say maybe Ted Lasso ended. I was bored in a deep depression spiraling. And uh, <laughs> I hit play on the next Apple thing. Like, what the hell? <laughs> and uh, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to like this, but I'll watch it. And I was like, it was just kind of a, huh, <laughs> you know, at the end of the first of the pilot, I was like, huh, that was, I'm going to hit play on the, at the second episode. You know what I mean? And you're like, mm-hmm. huh, <laughs> it's also very good. Like, and, and I really still don't know where this is going or even what genre this show is. <laughs> like I was four episodes in, I'm like, still can't tell you the I genre. St- I still don't know uh, the genre. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, but, but at the same time, I'm like, but I'm loving it because mm-hmm the acting and the cast and the story, like it was engaging. And it's one of those deep dives show type series, almost like a lost uh, art story arc where, you know, you have this ensemble of like 20 characters and each episode takes a deep dive into one and you, and you start to know and appreciate the interactions between them all that much more as you go. And uh, yeah, I thought it was really great and it did in a interesting way so far. It did get a season two. So yeah, that one, that one, really low expectations, really high appreciation for it when it was done. So that was that was my runner-up. Fair enough. Uh, next category, the opposite of big surprises, biggest letdowns. And uh, <laughs> There's the, a lot. There's Yeah, it's not too bad, but like 
Well, one of them, I guess you added, but like the so the nominees are Secret Invasion, Echo, which must be you because I I enjoyed Echo, Leave the World yeah, Behind, okay. Rebel Moon, which is kind of an incomplete grade for me, Quantum Manium, Fool's Paradise, and Willow. Um, I'm gonna tell you right now, mine's Secret Invasion with, with the cast they had and all the things they could have done. That cast is stupid good. They could yeah. have done so much. What a waste of uh, what's her name Hill. Um, oh yeah, Maria Hill. Maria Hill. Uh, Just a waste Kobe's of a lot list. of people, yeah. honestly. Yeah, Secret Invasion is my biggest letdown, <laughs> and it's. I mean, we've got two Marvels in here because I think like Phase Two, I think, or whatever. What are we in Phase Five after Endgame? Yeah. Is very bad. Like it's like overall it has been not good. I would say there's been no co- cohesion. Yeah, like uh, like like at first, Marvel did so well by kind of saying like to me Feige saying like this is where the character starts this is where they end up go to town do whatever you want with the character you know you just ask me if you need to use other characters from the world first so I can say no if they're being used somewhere else and that worked so great Mm -hmm. and then by the end it was like dude they don't they didn't pay like they would end in places where it's like well you just changed the whole MCU and then we're not going to address it like because there's nothing there's nothing in place afterwards that Feige is, is keeping in mind to address. So like that part of it was, it, it made every individual part worse in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Um, and secret invasion to me was also the quote unquote winner by being the biggest loser. And yeah, a waste of insane talent mm-hmm. across the board. I mean, even the, the people that you don't know that I'm from, I feel bad. I don't know the actress's name right now, but the actress who played Samuel Jackson's wife, in the show yeah incredible incredible job yeah uh you know and, and amelia clark had a great uh but the, you know how i feel about arts, olivia coleman yeah oh my god and she she stole, stole it scenes. god it's, she, it's wild that we didn't put her in something she didn't get nominated yeah. for stuff i think that i think there was just the taint of that show was so bad that's exactly what it was i mean she did some t- some great things samuel jackson did some great things there were some mm-hmm. things i wanted to see in the show there's some things that went so shockingly well like the opening scene with martin freeman was actually great like that was it created this sense tent this tense like you never know who's going to be the bad guy kind of a situation and then they never did that again <laughs> in a series that was supposed to be this thriller where you never know who to trust you knew exactly who the bad guy was the whole time yeah <laughs> uh and yeah and then they just randomly killed off and got rid of really great characters in dumb ways, like mm-hmm. ways that didn't serve the story or the overall MCU in any positive way. I, I, yeah. I'm fine with killing them off, but do it in a way that does them justice. And yeah. they did not do that. So it was a I, huge. I feel bad for me. Amelia Clark because she keeps getting these like huge, like starts off with, uh, what was it? Boobs and dragons. What's the show? Oh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. She starts off with that. She's in all these big IP things like Terminator, Marvel. Was she in Game of Thrones? Oh, Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark, Clark, yeah. Oh, I thought you said Olivia Coleman. No, no, no. Amelia Clark. (laughs) Where are you going? She's in all these things with huge IP, but they, and like, it's like, okay, it makes kind of sense, but then they end up doing a bad job because she was in the, Amelia Clark was also in the Terminator movie. And I think that was the actual one. That was the one we actually liked, right? Genesis? Yeah. Yeah, that no, one no, was... she wasn't. No, she wasn't in the good one. She was in. She was in the worst one with Jay Courtney. <laughs> she was in this. She was in the second to last one. Yeah, with Jay uh... Courtney. She was in. Hers was terrible. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, Merced. I don't remember who the young girl was. Yeah, was I don't the, either. But uh, it wasn't Merced. But, but yeah, yeah. This is yeah. If you can't, the, Kingsley Benadire, who is like one of the best young actors right now. Also, by the way, uh, Samuel Jackson's wife in that uh, show. The actress's name is Charlene Woodard. So who we've seen in a ton. She of She was stuff. fantastic. Yeah. Yep, she was fantastic. I, and I also want to throw out, by the way, just randomly, and nobody had any problem with this. Uh, Olivia Coleman still around in the MCU yes. was set up to almost be a better version of uh, Nick Fury. Yes. I, I think she's better than Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, Amelia Clark is out there as by far the most overpowered, the most powered person in the entire MCU. Yeah. And they're probably just going to not address that yeah. at any point, which is bananas. The only thing I could say to bananas. that is that her only thing is she wants to find a home for her people. Now they still don't. Did they did they end up finding a home at the end? I can't remember because I could see how she no. could just kind of fade into existence if they found a home for all their people, but I don't think they, they did. They accomplished nothing. Their home is Earth. <laughs> they're exactly in the same spot they were before they left. They're in the same exact All right. We got to move on because we could we could bash this for a while. Yeah, so I agree. Yeah, that we need to have our own Razzies later. Yeah. So <laughs> that one wins for biggest letdown. Next is. is Late to the Party. So this is one that these are shows that are great that we just fell through the, cl- through the cracks and we got to uh, we were late to the party and now we love it. And it's uh, almost a mea culpa. Sorry, we didn't talk about this earlier. Guys, yeah, because whoops. Yeah, we could just you call can't it watch the, everything. The My Bad Dog Award. So, um, yeah, the nominees and there's not a ton. Usually, not a lot for this one because we're pretty on the ball. Uh, Detroiters, uh, the other two, and Kim's Convenience. And I think I know. I'm going to call my shot and say that yours is Kim's Convenience. Mine is the other two. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, all all three were great. Yep. I would actually have the other two above uh, Detroiters. But Detroiters just reminded me I love these two people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, the series itself was not. You it, know, it's I, hit and miss. There were some great jokes and there were some big yeah. like, what are you doing? <laughs> there were some big misses. Yeah, Kim's Convenience just as a tight, you know, sitcom is Canadian sitcom. Um, oh my god! I mean, it it made me want to say I'm sorry for not knowing all all you know six main actors. There were there were some hilarious parts. I will admit the final season kind of went meh like kind of off the rails a little bit. Uh, and, and I kind of get why it didn't get uh, picked back up, even though everybody's so upset, but it's one of the biggest Reddit communities, just so you know, of people losing their mind upset that it's, that it's gone and wanting a movie to wrap it up, all that kind of stuff. But uh, Samulu is just one of the people. And let me, if it, anything sells you more than this, Samulu is like the fourth most engaging person in that show. <laughs> That's how, that's how great that yeah. show that show is with characters. So, yeah. so I'm going to mark you down for a Kim's Convenience as your winner? Yeah, that's the winner. Yeah. I have to watch it. I have not gotten around to it. I, I'll have to give that a shot. But I loved the other two. It was only three seasons. It was it was great because the characters kept getting worse and worse and worse. And then They did. And they ended it right. They ended it very well. It's a little open-ended, so you can kind of use your mind, which I like. But they kind of... The characters, I felt, um, kind of... Yeah. They... they I, their path made sense, so I enjoyed that. And 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 I and I want to add to that that the um, Molly Shannon to me is another one of those people, oh, somewhat like uh, like Jason Siegel, where 
Sometimes I'm like, yeah. I mean, she's absolutely hilarious, but she can sometimes go over the top mm-hmm. uh, without being reined in. Right? She was perfect in that. She that she this is perfect. the best. This is the best I've ever seen her do. Is the other two? Yes. Not like yes. as a slant on her or anything, but like what you're nope, saying. No, exactly. Sometimes yep. she goes super over the top, and there's some people that loved it, like that Mary Catherine Gallagher on Saturday Night Live. I just didn't get it, and there's a lot of yeah. people that loved it. Um, and she can be really good, but yeah, she was. This was. This was her best, I thought, was it yeah. in the other two. Now comes for the sad portion of our show, In Memoriam and Swan Song. So these two categories, In Memoriam, uh, shot down too early, and uh, they didn't get uh, the final season. Things got taken out. You know, th- they just got ended. Now, some of them might be getting shopped to other places, uh, but some of them are for sure done. And then Swan Song is they went out on their terms and uh we don't really have a winner for these we just kind of want to talk about them given their due so yeah for, it was just a true final season yeah. yeah so in memoriam the uh perry mason unbelievable show it just it got too expensive to make is what i heard and it's it's a shame you know, they keep it was phenomenal. making and they keep making the same mistake figure it out at the beginning guys yeah i mean it's ridiculous how many shows hbo has lost just because it's gotten too expensive it's the dumbest reason to lose a well, show, in my opinion. Some of it's because of their new CEO. Some of it is maybe stop doing so many outside shots. Do more shots of people in rooms together. More, you more it, yeah. like it being like I understand it's more of a who done it mystery, but have yeah. more shots yeah. in the in the courtroom. Uh, our flag means death. I thought it ended pretty well. In case it doesn't get picked up, um, you can kind yeah, of lead your own conclusions. I've heard they might be trying to shop it, but again, HBO is cutting all their good shows and filling it with uh, reality shows. So it is what it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, next is American auto. This one hurts because uh, I hurts. love, I love what's his name. Justin it starts with an S. I can't think the showrunner. He also did superstore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Superstore. Yeah. yeah I, I, I don't totally know his name, it. but yeah, yeah. It, this was a, this was a great series. He knows how to balance a cast of quirky characters in a great way that they don't get old. Uh, much like uh, uh, the uh, was it Greg Daniels that yeah. we love that does yeah. Uh, yeah yeah all those yeah he's got that pow- superpower of saying all right these are all going to be really weird quirky different characters but they won't get old they're going to interact just right and it's going to be a lot of fun and loved it love uh, again loved every character or actor I should say in that series especially uh, is it X Mayo yeah she was great. Right, is that her name? Yeah, Did I say yeah. Her? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 fantastic. Uh, yeah, Lo- loved every character in it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next is reboot. I am torn apart that this oh. one didn't get uh, a oh. rule, although they are Criminal. trying to shop it to other places. This one was on no, Hulu. it's dead. It is, it's, it's dead. Dead, they, dead. They announced. No one picked it up. It's dead. That is this. I hate that it's criminal so much. That I think that you put that on Netflix and it would have done well. Doom Patrol. Started off so great. One of the best shows I'd ever seen ended so poorly. I don't think I ever actually made it through the I, final season, but I've heard it, it like really meanders. I didn't either. I couldn't do it. And the, I, I just got the second so bored. to last. Yeah, I couldn't do it. But um, next is the after party. The first season was fantastic. The second one had a few episodes that were really strong, but mostly ones that weren't. Uh, I've heard they're going to try agree. and shop that as well. I feel like that one can be salvageable, especially since it's more of a uh not an anthology anthology yeah Yeah. and then peripheral i'm super bummed about that i was really interested and at the end of the first episode i was like oh now it's gonna start popping off 
and yeah. that's when it gets axed. But it was too expensive. Although you don't think that's going to be a problem for Amazon because they love throwing money at stuff and then not advertising it, for it whatsoever. Yeah, it's it really feels like a total lack of advertisement. Like I I I think Perry Mason and Peripheral would have done great with some. Uh, advertisement on ABC, NBC, CBS. Yeah. Show, show some great uh, commercials for this show and get people to go, ooh, I should try HBO. It's like, well, we, we advertised it to, every, to on HBO constantly. Yeah. Uh, the whole purpose is getting new subscribers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you didn't do that. So, yeah. Yeah. Disappointing. Uh, but, yeah, loved them both. Loved Peripheral as well. Oh, man, yeah. So great. Uh, next category, Swan Song. These are ones that went out on their... You know, on their terms, it yep. was a planned ending to the season. We don't have a winner for these either. These are and these are ones. Uh, there's not one of these I don't absolutely love. And uh, the, I guess nominees, I guess you call it, are Ted Lasso, Succession, which has been left out of everything because it would have won everything. The other two, Barry, Righteous Gemstones, and Loki. Yep, all of them, all of them fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I mean, legitimately fantastic and they ended in a fantastic way um is another one so they all had fantastic endings some of them slightly more open-ended than others and that's okay um because it can always give people hope like a potential ted lasso reunion show or a loki showing up in another mcu universe so yeah that they were all great uh and righteous gemstones i mean chef's kiss to the final scene of all of them together like that was i i enjoyed that very much yeah yeah, that's usually his, his. Usually, go about three seasons. Uh, yeah. Next is best actor for a drama in a movie. The nominees are Paul Giamatti, The Holdovers; Michael Fassbender, The Killer; Emily Blunt, Pain Hustlers; Chris Evans, Pain Hustlers; Taron Egerton, Tetris; John David Washington, The Creator; and Barry Kewen, Saltburn. Um, I just want to preface this: this person didn't win for me. But they might be the best act, like top five actors in the world right now. And that's Barry Kewen. Oh, I, I strongly agree. I strongly agree. Yeah, he's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I didn't have him win either. Um, I actually, I'll spoil, went with uh, um, Michael Fassbender as the winner on this one. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Barry Kewen is phenomenal. Um, yeah, phenomenal. And uh, he kind of has that pre crazy pre insanity Shia LaBeouf to me of just like that dude who can blend and do just about everything. And mm-hmm. he's a little volatile in real life, but my God, is he though? Act. Is he? I, I, I know he got beat up outside of a bar. I feel like I keep confusing. I keep not confusing, but mixing him up with, with um, Ezra Miller. So I know he got beat up. Outside no, of no, bar. he's, he's apparently, yeah, he apparently causes a little bit of the, uh, the issues oh, uh, okay. with the drink, with the drinking from what I hear from time oh, to time. Okay. But, but still like the guy a lot. Yeah. Like, like still, still love the guy. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Michael Fassbender to me wins this one. And I have to admit, um, this was a really weak category this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, all good actors, but I should my, not have had my two. runner up was <laughs> Taron Edgerton from Tetris. I was shocked how amazing that movie was, but I gave it, it to Mas- Michael Fassbender too. I, I absolutely loved the killer. I know there was mixed reviews on that. I adored it. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Uh, moving on, Best Supporting Actor for uh, a Dramatic Movie. The nominees are Jason Bateman, Air, Divine Joy Randolph, The Holdovers, 
Dominic Sessa, The Holdovers, Chikudi Iwuji, Game of Thrones, th- or Game of Thrones, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Rosamund Pike, Saltburn, and Angela Bassett, Wakanda Forever. And this one is a lot stronger. I, I mean, not that the last one, there were bad Way actors, but yeah. I just thought the performances in this one were good, and it was really tough. I absolutely love The Holdovers. I don't know if you listen to this. Sh- for people that listen to the show, I think I might have given it close to a 10, and it was really just three actors. It was Divine Joy Randolph, Dominic Sessa, who this was his first thing, and Paul Giamatti, and they all knocked it out of the park. But my winner is going to have to be Chuck Woody Awuji for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. This is frustrating because I have the exact same winner. <laughs> and Dominic Sessa was my runner-up. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like maybe in my head I went a little more to Awuji because he just he knocked out Peacemaker and then right off the bat this one. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Dominic Sessa was his first thing. But I got to say, Sessa was amazing. He was. He did a great job. Um, Awuji, Awuji, though, I hope I'm saying that correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, he was so magnetic. He was so great and unhinged, uh, so overly civilized and intelligent at times. And then, you know, going mad and then unhinged throughout it. And, oh, my God, he was just a powerhouse. And uh, I think I heard at one point James Gunn say, I think he's my favorite actor now <laughs> in all of Hollywood. Like uh, James Gunn said that. And I have to agree. Like, he's one of my guys where I'm like, let me see what he's indexed because I cannot wait to watch it. Because uh, he is just, he is, I keep going to Powerhouse. He is a Powerhouse. He was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was the winner. Yeah, For runner-up, it could have been Dominic Sessa or Divine Joy Randolph. Just for, like, there was, sure. a, there yeah, was like, yeah. like, some of the scenes Divine Joy Randolph was in, like, the best acting yeah. she did, she didn't really have any lines. And that is, Agreed. that kind of speaks volumes. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. She she killed it in some of her scenes. Absolutely. Sounds good. All right. Next is best supporting act or best. I'm sorry. Best actor for a comedic movie. The nominees. I'll say the comedic movies this year were kind of, there wasn't a ton to pull from, but the nominees are Jennifer Lawrence, no hard feelings, Chris Pine, Dungeons and Dragons, Molly Gordon, theater camp, Ben Platt, theater camp, Margot Robbie, Barbie, and Ezra Miller flash. Um, and flash is uh, flash was an interesting one. Cause it, it's a superhero movie, but it felt much more like a comedy than with like very serious parts than serious parts with funny parts. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. And it's, it's going to be hard for anybody to even hear, I, I guess them uh, up for an award, I guess is their pronoun. Uh, but yeah, uh, just because of all the off the, off the field issues as we like to call it in the sports world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which were very many. Yeah. Um, yeah, very, very many, uh, to the point that a dude's going to be hospitalized uh, at some point, uh, if he hasn't already. Um, but yeah, for me, I can't go past Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, she just, she just nailed it. Mm-hmm. She nailed. She, I, I, I knew she was funny as a person. You know what I mean? I've seen her. Everything I've seen her I've in. Seen she's her just be funny. Such like, a delightful yeah. human being in real life. Yeah, but seeing her on camera pull off comedy in the way she pulled it off was just so hilarious and i mean some of the some of the scenes like i don't know if you if you saw this but her getting naked for that fight scene was her idea was her idea (laughs) she's like i think it's more funny if i'm awkwardly naked trying to just fight people yeah and And they were dying laughing 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, and she, I, God, I hope to see. And she pulled off the, of course, as she, of course, can the sweet moments with with all the heart and drama you would need to have in the few lines that they give you to be sweet and dramatic, right? And uh, and so darn funny in the comedic side. So I really hope to see her in more comedic roles uh, later on. And and on a side note, so shocked she and uh, uh, her best bud, what's her name, uh, from Trainwreck, uh, Schumer, Amy Schumer, so shocked they haven't made a movie together yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not saying I need it. I'm just so shocked that they're best friends and they haven't thought to make a comedy yet, the two of them. But anyway, it's a side note. But yeah, she's my winner. All right, fair enough. That's actually my winner, too. She was that one. Oh, is it? Yeah. Right. She was, I thought you were going to go Margot Robbie, to be honest. No, I thought she was good. Um, I mean, there was there's not really anyone here. I, my Actually, my runner up was Chris Pine in Dungeons and Dragons. Like, it seems like. I, it just seems obvious now that Chris Pine is very, very funny. But he carried, there's nothing the man can't do. Yeah, he can do whatever you need him to. And so, but yeah, Jennifer Lawrence, I know her feelings. She she did broad. She did you know there was emotional. There was like there were so many things, and she was that that was an enjoyable movie, and she did a really good job. Yeah, I agree with you. And I, and I almost wanted to bring up Chris Pine in that what what, what was that really weird movie uh, that Olivia Wilde directed. Um, oh, Florence Pugh, yeah, darlings, kiss me, darlings, or something. Yeah, don't worry, darling. Don't worry, darling. Don't, yeah, yeah. Uh, he he was he was a villain in that, and he was great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've I've just I've seen him a few times, and God, it's hilarious. And and I just got a point. I, I I saw some yesterday, and they were joking around with a bunch of actresses, and and said, let's let's uh, objectify men for a minute. Would you rather Chris Pine or? And they all went Chris Pine. <laughs> they didn't wait for the or. They all went Chris Pine, and I was dying laughing. But uh, yeah, no, he's he's great, and I and and everything I've watched him in so far, I'm like he's just he's so great. He's never ever ever bad. No, he's I. I you I knew from the beginning and like smoking aces that this guy was going to be something. That, yeah, yeah, and he's kind of like that. Uh, uh, certain actors that just never disappoint. He's one of them. Yeah. And it's a small group. It's a small group, but he's definitely one of them. So, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Uh, the next category is Best Supporting Actor for a Comedic Movie. This one was kind of tough to pull from. So the nominees are Bobby Cannavale yeah. for Old Dads, Jimmy Tatro for Theater Camp, Noah Galvin for Theater Camp, Ryan Gosling for Barbie, which was kind of supporting. And then on, I kind of – I mean – I almost thought about the kid that was in No Hard Feelings opposite Jennifer Lawrence. I was just about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about what about the kid? Yeah, we forgot that we dropped the ball because I I think you and I both walked away from that movie saying we didn't expect that the little nerdy kid to be good, but like I would be shocked to not see him again soon. I mean, like it, we can add him. Killed His name it, actor Andrew Barth Feldman, and yeah. uh, I mean, if you want to add him at the last second, because I think he'd He's probably not, win this. Yeah, he's not. I'd put him as my runner-up. Yeah, honestly, my my winner. I don't know if you, you'll agree with this one, but my winner was actually Bobby Cannavale. Oh yeah, on uh, on, on old dads. Like, it, I'm not gonna say that was the best comedy. It was actually. I think I told you after I watched it, it was kind of a lazy comedy. Like, it just kind of felt. I like saw it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed it, but I mean, I felt like he just kind of t- took some of his funniest bits and said, "How do we piece this into a." enough of a narrative to count as a movie <laughs> and uh and i'm not i don't mean that trying to knock it i just mean like 
I don't know. I, it wasn't supposed to be an award winner by any means, but um, yeah, I thought his character, he was hilarious. And the, and the ups and downs his character took throughout that movie uh, were hilarious. And I, yeah, I absolutely thought uh, that was his best comedic performance I've ever seen out of Barbara Cunningham. Fair enough. Yeah. I, so my, if you're looking for best, who, who I thought the funniest was, I think it was Jimmy Tatro from theater camp. But the best acting while being comedic, I think, was Noah Galvin, just because he almost kind of played two different people in the same thing from theater camp. Uh, I I enjoyed that movie. There's yeah, not really yeah. anyone here that I would say was bad. I mean, Ryan Gosling was great in Barbie. I just felt like Barbie. Just by yeah. the end of it, I was like, I'm kind of all right. I'm kind of done. Like, yeah, they were they were kind of one dimensional characters that had to have a little epiphany at the end. So yeah. it's not like it was this huge dramatic or, or that's what's the word it's not like they had to do so much acting it's like hey look pretty and stupid all right and i'm talking about ryan gosling yeah but he's like he's like all right i'll be pretty and stupid and it was kind of funny but it was just also kind of that yeah I, there are parts of that movie that were just really dumb yeah went off the rails to me and so yeah it's hard it's hard to do that but uh him in general like i'm already giving him best Best most anticipated comedian for uh for the fall guy. Oh, I know. I can't wait. I, I mean, that. he already looks like he's killing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, next category: Ready for my close up. So this is a breakout. This is a, uh, an actor we yeah. haven't seen before or seen very little of, and this is kind of really like okay, here it comes. They're about to they're about to break out. So the nominees yeah. are Dominic Sessa for the holdovers, Layla De Oliveira for Lioness. Lewis Pullman for basically everything that's come out uh, recently, yeah. uh, but we'll say lessons in chemistry. Uh, Luke Tenney for Shrinking, Max Burkholder for Ted, Archie Madakwe for Gran Turismo Saltburn, and Zolo Meriduena for Blue Beetle. Uh, this one was a tough category. There was a bunch that came out that were really good, but I, and this, I mean, I had a tough one with this one. Andy, who'd you come up with? Yeah, you know, I. I, I, I'm between Dominic Sessa and Zolo Maradona, yeah. who is probably not going to be a lot of people's uh, top choice, but I feel like the kid's actually a really good actor, mm-hmm. uh, and, and he does good in a terrible show in Cobra Kai, but uh, that's not watched by that many people. This got him you know, a much bigger audience, even though it didn't do that great, um, but I feel like other people get him on his radar for castings because I think he can do a lot. I think he has a lot of range mm-hmm. potential. He could put on some muscle and do some more actiony things, but be the goofy, you know, stumbling guy, bumbling guy into the action. I just, uh, he's charming. You know what I mean? I think he can do a lot. Uh, Dominic Sessa too, though. I, I would be shocked not to see him land some huge roles going forward. Um, and I think his, his acting ability in this and the holdovers was just so amazing. And and all the big name directors and will have watched it for the uh, Academy Awards. That uh, I think he, we're going to see a lot at him soon. So I'm going to say Dominic Sess is my winner. Okay, yeah, uh, my run. I had I, this was so tough because actually, honestly, Archie Madakway Madakwe from Gran Turismo and Saltburn. Like Gran Turismo, yeah, he was good. Yeah. Saltburn, he was really good. I wouldn't say go see yeah. that movie because it's really weird, but the acting's phenomenal. I haven't seen it yet, so yeah. I, I'll copy up my decision based on that. Yeah, I mean, it's because he was great in Gran Turismo. Yeah, he 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 was really great in Saltburn. Um, Lewis Pullman, you had been talking about him, and then I saw 
lessons in chemistry, and I was really impressed. And he's got a bunch of things coming out. Layla de Oliveira yeah. acted in a way that nobody else did. Like had to like the terrified and yes. all those things. Like doing those, I think she's probably my runner up. But I'm with you, Dominic Sessa for the holdovers. I I it was just it was so fantastic. So he was my winner as well. But man, Layla de Oliveira was really really close for me on this one. I'll I, I gotta strongly give you that too that credit there because the thing is her acting in that in this series was like uh, it's one of those acting uh, deals where you hear about like a specific actor or actress almost needing therapy after the role because it was such a dark yeah. deep serious role and uh, like I mean she she had to get tortured beat up you know, uh, fall back in love, then be brokenhearted, then be, <laughs> you know, I mean, it was just a beatdown of a role and she was extremely believable every step of the way. So yeah, I, I I'm interested to see what kind of roles she could get yeah. after this versus being like typecast in that kind of beaten down role. But, uh, which I know sounds weird to say, but, uh, I hope she gets more work cause she earned it. Yeah. There's, there's a few of these people that I think will start getting and, and like it doesn't matter like the size of the production doesn't yeah matter on yeah. like how good of an actor they are obviously but like Zolo um Archie and Lewis Pullman will will all probably start getting big offers yes. now uh where I think yeah. Dominic Sessa, Leila De Oliveira, Luke Tenney, Max Burkhalter will probably have to keep, keep grinding for a little bit but I'm very interested to see the latter groups what they end up coming from this and who's smart enough to know to go pull them from something absolutely all right next is a fun one this is just guilty pleasures this is look i'm not gonna defend it it's i love it and <laughs> you can't convince me otherwise and uh, yeah, yeah. But, and this is just fun i mean everyone's gonna have different ones and this is the the most subjective category so the nominees are monarch legacy of monsters treasure mm-hmm. of foggy mountain uh teenage mutant ninja, ninja turtles mutant mayhem haunted mansion old dad's theater camp and operation fortune um i really okay. enjoyed monarch legacy of monsters treasure of foggy mountain started off so funny and it just kind of meandered at the end and i but i'm really impressed with that please don't destroy a group uh two of them are nepo babies i found out which was interesting they're at, like snl alum um are not alum but legacies but i went with theater camp i really enjoyed there were so many good characters in it it was it was very low budget, and I just I really enjoyed that uh, all the way through. And I I I could watch that again. Like I don't think Lauren's watching it. I'm like I could sit down and watch that again. Yeah, I think uh, if you if you talk about guilty pleasures, uh, it, it's hard to figure out what my winner would be. But uh, if you thinking about what I'd be more excited most excited about a sequel to right now, like I'd say my two that that I would just truly loved was. Uh, uh, Monarch was probably my biggest guilty pleasure. I couldn't wait for it week to week with the kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's my winner. My runner up, I gotta say, though, is, is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie because I, I was like, guys, I don't know how to tell you this, but like, it was good. Yeah, I've heard it's <laughs> phenomenal. Was, I've not watched it yet. I need funny. to. Funny, it was hilarious and it was good. I was like, this is really well done. Like, I'm never gonna tell anyone that I said that and to watch it, but. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna put my name out there, but like that was shockingly really great. So yeah. those are my two shows. Yeah, and one was better, one was more of the guilty pleasure. Fair enough. All right. Uh, next category is scene stealer. This is it, the whole show. They may not have been big in it. They might, not, but they any scene they were in, 
they were the like you're like yes more of them like if it was one of them yeah. like that character's heavy episode you're like yes like you they were they kind of stole it uh so the nominees are nick offerman last of us elena newbach ted jessica williams shrinking Caleb worthy reboot olivia coleman secret invasion tony cavallero righteous gemstones um this one's kind of an easy one for me because she's my favorite actor, and that's Olivia Coleman. I thought she was yeah. she, everything she's in is just phenomenal, and I love her. Um, my the my runner ups would be really tough. I think it'd either be Kayla Worthy for reboot or Elena Newbach for Ted. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think th- those are actually probably my but, my two runners up this year. Yeah, uh, yeah those are my two runners up. Uh, my winner was Tony Cavallaro. I don't blame you. There's not a turd in this punch bowl, really. Like they're all there, so not. good. Yeah, there, there, there's really not. And, and Elena Newback only probably because I don't think she was in enough. Um, but every time she was in it, my God, I mean, it was, it was an amazing moment. Um, so yeah, I, that, that's my winners. All right, fair enough. Uh, next category, and this is uh, this is such a I why this is not. A general, I think like MTV Movie Awards might do it, which is maybe why the Oscars hasn't picked it up. But this is such this should be an award, but it's best villain, and uh, this is I mean it's pretty explanatory. It's the best villain of the year, and the fact that one of the people has been nominated twice is pretty impressive. But the nominees are Carla Gugino for Fall of the House of Usher, Jonathan Majors for Kang, Boyd Holbrook for Justified, Jonathan Majors for Creed Three. And Chakwudi Awuji for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And I've already given the guy one award. I'm going to do it again. Chakwudi Awuji 3 for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. <laughs> Chakwudi Awuji 3 for Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy So, yeah, he's the third, I guess. I get it. Uh, yeah, that's... It's hard for me to not say this winner, but I'm going to say this, and I don't care what legal trouble he's in, but Jonathan Majors as Kang. Mm-hmm. Let me ask was... you, are you doing Kang from... All the Kang, Quantumanium, and oh, from, Loki from, and everything? From, or is there anything specific? From, from Ant-Man 3. Okay. Uh, and I would say from everything. I mean, really, is it's yeah. from everything. So it is hard to separate his work in a different series playing the exact same character from the movie. Sure. But just the... the so, so actually, yeah, you know what? Uh, well, Maybe I got to in Loki, in Loki, he almost did kind of play a different character who wasn't even yeah, really a villain. I, so I guess it would have to be from the... The quantum Mania yeah. king. Yeah, and and it's really more the overall overarching idea that he's played five, six different characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the small post credit scene we got of three more characters of his that were all very distinctly different. And if you know who the characters are from the comics, he nailed them. Mm-hmm. He nailed all three. And uh, so it's yeah, it's 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 really hard for me to not say him because he played so many parts. And he looked like he was just absolutely nailing every single one of them. So he'd be my winner. And very unfortunately, is being written out of the MCU because of a decision he off made. Off-field issues. Off-field issues. But uh, my God, like they they picked the perfect art actor to carry an entire you know ten year saga of the franchise. And yeah. Unfortunately, it went down the tubes. Let me ask you this: Do you do you give this award? And it doesn't really matter. It's however you want to do it. But do you give us to the award for like the best acting for that? Are you, is, are you giving it to this is my favorite? This is the best villain. Like care. Like no, I think you can take acting, the actor I part think, out of it. This is just my favorite villain. 
I think I think it's my favorite villain. Mm-hmm. Maybe Awuji had some specific scenes of acting that I liked even more. Um, but the fact that I loved his acting of and and the doom of this villain they could they could bring, uh, I just loved I loved it and I loved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 yeah, I, I don't like any of these are good ones and I don't, I was just kind of wondering yeah. what I did the same thing. Who was the best villain? Leave the acting out of it. What villain was the best? And, uh, yeah, for me, it was, um, Chikudi. Yeah. yeah I don't right. blame you. Uh, next, this is best ensemble. Uh, so this is proven actors. So which cast, uh, was the best, like they just put together the best actors again, succession, would have won just about everything, so we just took them yeah. out of it and just gave them, the winner. Uh, yeah. yeah, like a lifetime achievement award over three seasons. So we took yeah, them out yeah, of it yeah. because obviously that would have won. But the, and this isn't so much the putting together the most famous people uh, or the most good actors. It's just which one did you like the best? So and this one can kind of go so many ways. But the nominees are Follow the House of Usher, Oppenheimer. Shrinking, Barbie, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Dumb Money, Asteroid City, Stray Dogs. Andy, which one did you go with? Wow. Um, wow. I'm going to say for this one, and, and the only reason I wouldn't put Fall of the House of the Usher is I'll still fight you. I think uh, I think that's more Moneyball. I don't, I don't think a lot of those people are too big of a name yet. Like Bruce Greenwood and... Carlo Gugino are the biggest names there. And while they're big names to us, household-wise, I don't think they're that big. Um, they're more, that's that person I saw in this thing once. Uh, but I would say shrinking, just because Harrison Ford's so big, uh, you, you got to throw him in there, same with Jason Segel. Uh, so I would say that's that's my winner. Well, I mean, um, are you so you're going by who are the biggest stars, or are you going by, like, which cast... Which ensemble you liked the best together? Like I like I loved the ensemble the most. Like okay. I really feel like there wasn't a weak character in the bunch. Uh, and and I mean that's the daughter. I mean the daughter stole. There's not a person that wasn't a scene stealer in that series. Yeah, there there really wasn't. There was not a non scene stealer throughout the whole show. So that would be my top. I I, I you know Oppenheimer. Would be a really close second, but, but you, the problem is you got a lot for a of second. them. Say it again. You got all the actors for like maybe a, yeah, like yeah, a couple that's, lines that's or minutes. Gonna, so yeah, yeah I'm it, with you exactly. On that. It wasn't enough time for each character for it to count. So that was exactly my issue with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I gave it to Shrinking as well. I felt like they my my runner up was actually Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. I, that one was so great. I can't wait for the sequel. Um, but yeah, the cohesiveness. I like that. I like that of shrinking, I thought was probably the best. I, the fall of the house of Usher. I was kind of looking through. I mean, they're not gigantic names, but like Mary McDonald, Henry Thomas, and Samantha Sloyan. I guess we know her more. Willa Fitzgerald has been starting to become. I was going to say, I, Zach Gilford, I'll give you yeah. almost any one of those characters. I'll give you a photo. You go ask people on the streets to name who the actor is, and I bet you. That's fair. I, I bet you one out of a hundred can name three, two of them. That's fair. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Versus Oppenheimer <laughs> or Dead Reckoning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ninety nine out of hundred can name two of them. That's true. That's very true. Um, that's a good point with Fall of the House of Usher, but ne- uh, that kind of wraps up that one. Next is Best Moneyball Cast. So this is mostly newcomers. 
And basically what that is, is uh, the best cast of people that are mostly newcomers. So people that have not really been in a stu- in, in much, as opposed to best ensemble, which is the best acting of a group of pretty well-known people. So the yeah. nominees are Gen V, Blackberry, Champions, What We Do in the Shadows, and Big Door Prize. Um, Andy, do you want to go first or second on this one? I'll go first. Right. Um, I... You know, I'm going to give – I had to really do some digging here, some self-digging here. Uh, Big Door Prize is my runner-up. I'll say that much. Okay. Uh, I loved I loved everybody in that, every character, every day every day where that they would go to where it was the new character. And I was like, eh, I don't care that much about this character. They did a great writing. Except for writing. Giorgio. We love and, Giorgio. We already love Giorgio. Yeah. It's weird when you root for the, the one of the quote unquote villains. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love Mr. Giorgio. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to give the winner to a show that actually wasn't my favorite show. I just want to throw out that some of these people did a really great job acting f- as newcomers was Gen V. Um, I-, I honestly didn't love it. <laughs> um, but there were it the was show? more you like didn't a like wide... the show or like the cast. I, I didn't love it. I didn't love the show. I yeah. liked it. I liked it. I'm not like, oh my god, I can't wait for. It's season not the two. boys. It's not the boys. It was, at I all. thought it was it's good, a, but it's not the boys. It's a YA version of the boys, and which is hard to say because it's a lot of violence and. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Content. I mean, like, I wouldn't let my kid watch it <laughs> when they're when he's that age. But at the same time, like it felt like they were making a YA version of the boys. Um, and I, but, but I, what I want to say is the actors themselves though, for with the material they were given, I thought they did a great job and I felt like there was a cohesive cast and, and even the villains, which uh, one of the villains is not well known by many people other than us uh, played by the wolf was absolutely hilarious. Uh, so yeah, I, I top to bottom, I actually thought everybody in that series did a really great job, um, especially uh, the brief moments we had as Patrick Schwarzenegger, and then uh, and then his the the gentleman that played his brother, uh, both great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the characters across the board all did a really great job. See, in my I, opinion, I thought there were some actors that really did some heavy lifting, and there were some actors that were sure. that need to like kind of step. And I won't go over which ones were I thought were weak, but like. Sure, there, there were some that really. But was it the acting or the story that was the, the in act, your opinion? The acting, because the story. The thing is, you say it's oh, okay, YA, okay. but it was college students. It, the the YA made sense because they would be dealing with those kind of issues and emotions. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Going through all that with superpowers. So I thought the story was actually really good. I have a problem, but I thought some of the acting, like some of the actors, like, all right, that, I I see what you're doing. Um, and I think they could end up being very good. Like this might be their first thing, and then some of them were phenomenal. Uh, but my winner is the big door prize. Uh, it's yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a few people that, you know, but mostly it was a lot of new people and I got, I got drama, I got comedy, I got a little bit of everything. And so I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. It was so surprising. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, I think I even had to talk you into it even after I saw it. Yeah. Like, yeah. You did. And I don't blame you. I had to talk myself into keep going yeah. after the first one. So, but yeah, very well done. And uh, moving along here, we've got a, we've got a few left, and so we'll try to get to all, all that real quick. But um, we want to give each category its due. The next one, this is just a fun one: best action, not nothing yeah. else. It's yeah. self-explanatory. Which which movie or show had the best action? And the nominees are Twisted Metal, 
The Continental, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, John Wick 4, The Flash, and Extraction 2. And these are all really good. I will say my my runner-up is probably The Continental, and my winner is John Wick 4. And it, for any that were close, because they're all kind of pretty close. Extraction 2 was awesome. Like, these were all good. I recommend all of these. I don't think there's anything less than an A for any of these that we these uh, nominated ones. But the the overshot the overhead scene in John Wick Four where he's moving in and out of the rooms I had never seen anything like that. All right, nothing to like to with the way they did it. So I think John Wick Four is got to be my winner. There was just so much action content. I. I, I'm gonna give that. I, I agree. I give that to you. I'm gonna. Give, that's actually my runner-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, was John Wick four, uh, and and actually I had that scene in mind as one of the scenes I was most excited about. I also really liked that odd long stair scene, uh, slow stair scene up the hill, up to the top to get where you need to yeah, go. Yeah, that was With a good except, one. the only thing that like made me grimace is once again, they went back to the, let's have him fall a couple stories yeah. and land on his lower back on a bar yeah. and then get up and fight. Like that was the only part that I mean, went. So I'm like, can we just stop doing that? Like there's better things to do. To yeah. Make him go through some, some pain and keep going. So that, that was my runner up. My winner is going to be winner. And the only reason it's over dead reckoning is because dead reckoning did have $180 million budget. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the extract extraction is the winner for me because of the 17 minute one shot. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that, yeah. but that scene from where they break him out of prison all the way through the train scene, running through the different cars, switching cars, going through a building, grabbing another car, driving, hopping onto the train, shooting down helicopters, <laughs> fighting people through the different cars back up to the front of the, all of it was a one shot. Well, I mean, it it's, a, it, there's breaks in it, or, or, but it's very, very. But, but you're right. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I should have said you're right. I should have. I, you're right. I, that was a bad uh, uh, commentary. Not one shot, but it was filmed as a 17 minute one shot. Yeah. is what I should have said. Yeah, uh, you're right. They definitely cut uh, in and out of there. They, they, they but, took but I believe did, two did months to film. Did it very well. Did a very good job of it. Yeah, I have yeah, no problem. I have was, no problem with that whatsoever. Yeah, that was that was unbelievable. I can't wait like for that, Extraction Three. That's what I was going to say. That made me go, I need an Extraction 3 mm-hmm. because that was so fun. Yeah. And absolutely. now we get out Idris uh, Idris Elba. Also, also best death scene, I think, went to Extraction. Be- that that one on the leg press. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Do you yeah. remember that? Oh, my God. That was wild. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to come up with one. There were so many good scenes in that, but yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I, don't yeah. See, I don't see anything for Extraction 3 yet. That's very upsetting. Oh. Pretty brokenhearted. All right. Uh, next up, best superhero movie. These can be comedy. These can be action. But we kind of feel like they've become so big, they kind of deserve their own thing because they, they, they can get snubbed in a lot of different places. Absolutely. So the nominees are Blue Beetle, Marvels, Across the Spider-Verse, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Ant-Man Quantumanium, The Flash, and Shazam 2. Uh, I'll be honest, Quantumanium was just on here because it was a superhero movie. Uh, <laughs> I, I've i got to give it to Across I the agree. Spider-Verse. It was phenomenal. Uh, and I, those two, that one and its predecessor, are the two probably the two best uh, comic book adaptations I've ever seen. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. So, I, uh, I yeah, and, and some interesting things. I mean, the fact that they take audiences' approval 
is 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 brilliant. I don't know. Uh, the very end scene shows you know Spider Gwen with the group going to going to save Miles, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't in it two months before the movie came out. Oh wow! People did not like where it left off with Miles just Miles just swinging kind of on that thing being uh, uh, grabbed by the the evil people. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and I don't want to say any more than that, but they, they actually got a little bit of a boo from the audience. And he went, oh, they don't like the darker ending like this. They want a little bit of hope. So they felt they 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 made that last little bit of them getting the team together to go save him and live it on like a hopeful end. And that made the movie to me. Yeah. I, I and I like that they took that and and that note and they are like, yeah, we're not perfect. Let's do that. And that really worked. So yeah, that I would say I agree with you. Those are one and two two of my favorite comic book movies of all time. So I'm that's my winner. My runner-up, though, and I have to give another caveat, is I have to say, with with the Spider-Verse movies being my all-time favorite ever made, um, I think Guardians 3 goes really close to my yeah. favorite live-action comic yeah. book movie ever made. So uh, the fact that they came out in the same year, I almost feel bad that I can't give it to both of them. But Guardians 3, God, what a gut punch. And uh, and, and the the... the comedy was hilarious the music was perfect the action was unbelievable the 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 like like the the tear-jerking scenes of what's happening to uh rocket the villain the way they wrapped up the characters all of it was so freaking well done especially with james gunn dealing with the fact that uh infinity war just killed off one of his main characters without telling him (laughs) uh in gamora and he had to redo the whole series uh, or, or movie uh, to, to to film around that, or to you know, to make it around that. So, yeah, I unbelievable. But but I'm with you. That is my those are my one and two though. Yeah, I, those are my one and two as well. I, I it's hard for anyone else to kind of compete with those. Uh, also, yeah. we get the conclusion to these Spider Verse movies this summer, which is exciting. Really, this summer? Yeah, they oh. they did them together. Yeah, it comes out this year. Fantastic. The next category, and this is a new one we did because we felt like it kind of deserved it. Best scare. This is just the best scary movie. Not like, and we've kind of said this, but we don't like the murder porn ones where it's just gory hack and slash. That doesn't do anything for me. The ones where it actually leads up and is the scariest. So uh, the nominees are Fall of the House of Usher, Megan, Changeling, Last of Us, and Totally Killer. Uh, Andy, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll I'll go first this time. Um, so my my runner up was The Last of Us. Um, really, really loved it. Uh, <clears throat> the story was unreal. Uh, so that was my number two. The the winner had to go to Fall of the House of Usher. It was just, it was just so well done, so well acted. Every episode was a different type of a horror movie, if you will, but an overarching uh, storyline that was fantastic and and very different. Even though even though it comes from existing material, the way they did it was very different. So I, I absolutely loved it and adored it. And that's that's my winner. Fair enough. Yeah, that's my winner too. Uh, Last of Us wasn't really. So I played the video game quite a few times before the show came out. So I was kind of prepared for everything. And while it did have scary stuff, it it actually took out a lot of like the zombies and jump scare stuff from the show. Or from the video yeah, game. I agree. And they said they're going to have more of that in the second one, which was fine. I thought I have no notes for that show, but. Uh, my second, my runner-up was actually Megan. I thought for... No, okay, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. I mean, for kind of what, you know, it's not like it's a new story, really. I just the child's playing. The, yeah, <laughs> the follow-through yeah. was just really well done. It got a little dumb towards the end, but eh, I'm kind of okay with that. But I enjoyed I Megan. I didn't think so. I, I, yeah, I actually 
actually liked the end too. Like, I, I mean, I felt like that was consistent with what the, the movie and the story was supposed to be. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I, I liked it top to bottom as well. And, and thought, wow, what a, what a surprise, <laughs> you know, that, that this is actually good. And the fun spookiness of the very end of it, where she's basically alive in an, in an Amazon echo yeah. <laughs> and the creep, creep and the creepiness of, of what that can do and how integrated it is in your life. Cause it was really taking child's play and merging it with the fact that tech is so integrated in every part of our lives that should, you know, that it was its own form of a terminator in a weird way <laughs> that it could screw up your whole life. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't doubt it at all. That was, that was a fun little surprise of a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was shocked at how good it is. Yeah, it was just Allison Williams. The, not her acting, but the character just drove me nuts in that movie. That was the only problem. Which one? Allison, the main character, Allison Williams oh, in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. the decision-making studio, like, well, that's pretty dumb. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't blame it. If yeah, the that's director, fine. Gerard Johnson, does the sequel, I would give that a shot. Yeah, okay, yeah, I agree, I agree. Uh, next category is most cinematic. This is also another new one. And this is just, what's, what's the most, it's just beautiful. Like a movie that is just like, just nice to look at. Uh, we only have three nominees for this one. The creator gardens of the galaxy three and Oppenheimer. Um, mine was the creator, like just aesthetically pleasing was the creator. I thought I enjoyed the movie overall. Uh, but it was just, it was just so beautiful to see. I think I went and saw that in IMAX. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Three would be my runner-up, though. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I I want to give credit to Creator because it was filmed on such a smaller budget mm-hmm. compared to other movies. I mean, like Oppenheimer got you know Christopher Nolan money, <laughs> and and Guardians of the Galaxy got Marvel money, so like they had more to do or more and more they could work with. But um, yeah, G- Creator was still beautiful in its own right, so I I think that deserves some credit. So that's my runner-up. I, I do though have to just give the the nod to Oppenheimer though because it was, it was you know Guardians I I love but I think he established that amazing color scheme and 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 you know cool tones to the universe and everything in the first two so I'll give it to him across the board but uh but yeah Oppenheimer was my winner because really it was a movie that I I didn't expect a lot from you know like I it was hard to know what to expect like it's a true story. You know what I mean? You have real people. Like, how is this going to be a cinematic masterpiece? Uh, but it was. It definitely was. All right. Fair enough. I, yeah. Uh, I, I would I mm-hmm. would just say one more quick caveat that uh, to the audience that uh, you and I, neither one of us were able to go see Godzilla Minus One. And yeah. from what we've heard, it's going to be up for best cinematography. So I yeah. really wish we could have seen that. Yeah. But alas, we, we can't get to everything. So yeah. I, I've heard that's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't get myself to watch the other Godzilla movies after, what was it, the second? Well, King of the Monsters was so bad. The it's okay to be wrong. next category <laughs> is Best Comedic Movie. The nominees are Theater Camp, They Clone Tyrone, Dungeons & Dragons, No Hard Feelings, Strays, Champions, and Next Goal Wins. Um, I will say, I feel like Next Goal Wins is kind of pretty far below the rest of these. I enjoy, I, I enjoyed it. But the rest of them, I thought, were much better. I did not get a chance, chance to see they clone Tyrone, but I very much still want to. Um, Andy, where is your winner and runner-up? Okay, yeah, I'd have to go. Oof, they clone Tyrone was so different and unique that it's hard for me to not at least acknowledge it because I was really close to that. Mm-hmm. But I, 
I have to say, from pure comedy, it's no hard feelings for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I truly loved and laughed at that. I would say the only thing, the only other thing I would note is that I expected so little from Strays, but I laughed so damn hard. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> and some of the scenes in that movie, especially the bunny scene, for those who've seen it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was just dying laughing because you you called it prior to the reveal. I had not somehow it skipped me. And so the reveal was even funnier to me when I realized what, what had happened. So, uh, yeah, no, that was, that was it. But no hard feelings as a whole, that, that one did for me. Yeah. Yeah. There, honestly, there's uh, my runner up is kind of all the ones that I didn't give the, the winner to. And even then it's so close. Like it, this one is you're wrong. It's this one. That's fine. Like it, you could have named just about yeah. anyone except for next, next goal wins. Which wasn't a bad movie. It just wasn't near as funny as the rest. And I yeah, it wasn't w- funny. It was really good. It wasn't as funny though. Yeah, yeah. It was just a it was just a, a silly fun movie. But um, I gave it to Dungeons and Dragons because yeah, okay. of how yeah. funny it was. And honestly, it, we're we are stupid for not putting that in best ensemble because that probably could have won. That's that's a Remi- misstep on our part. It probably could have. Remind me, remind me who the. Uh, uh, Michelle Rodriguez's husband, spouse was in it. That was the big surprise. Oh, I can't remember now. You, okay, it was it was a huge, huge actor that was yeah. like hilarious to everybody. That uh, it was oh, like man. it wasn't Chris Hemsworth. I wanted to say was it Bradley Cooper? I feel I like it was Bradley Cooper. Yeah, he was playing a, a dwarf. He was like tiny, uh, half her size. Yeah, I'm 90% sure it was Bradley Cooper. All right, I'm just pulling uh, up all the cameos. And he was so hilarious. Yeah, but, it was Bradley Cooper. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was so funny, that reveal uh, of, of uh, a husband back home. Yeah. Oh, my God, that was funny. And, yeah, I uh, it had a lot of heart. It was really well done. It was a great movie. And, and everyone expected it to be just really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as I believe so. I believe that was... I don't think a lot of you, people had a hope you for Tons of Dragons. We're so upset about it. Like you're like, it's gonna be so bad. It's gonna be so bad. Yeah, it could be good. Yeah, I'm like, we've got Stranger Things, which is, you know, the best possible version of a Dungeons and Dragons series. And they've told you it's all 100 percent based on Dungeons. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm like, how are you gonna? Oh, that's how you're gonna do it. Different tone. This is hilarious. This is amazing. I love it. <laughs> and I hope there's more. I, I haven't heard of a sequel though. Yeah, but I God, I hope there is one. Yeah. So the uh, directors and writers for this are also wrote uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home, or I'm um, sorry, not No Way Home, Homecoming, the first one. So okay, kinda... wasn't it Dave Francis Daly? Yeah, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. Yeah, they wrote the first pass at the F- Flash from which, from what I heard, actually was really great, and yeah. it was a a buddy movie of the Flash and Cyborg, and it was supposed to be really funny. Oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah. All right. Now for our final category, best dramatic movie. The nominees are The Killer, Oppenheimer, Air, Holdovers, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Creator, Blackberry, Across the Spider-Verse, and Tetris. Andy, what do you got? Wow. Wow. Um, God, I'm going to say... I want to give a little shout out to a very small movie called air. Cause that was amazing. Mm. Uh, and I loved it. I don't think it can win best picture, but it was really, 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 really good. And if you haven't seen it much, have but, you seen Blackberry? Uh, 
I have not got to see it. So yet. it's it's exactly. air, but I thought it was a little bit better. Better. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. At least Amazing. very close. If not, I liked Blackberry a little bit better. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'm going to say I'm going to give Guardians the runner-up award, unfortunately, although I think it was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give the winner to Holdovers. Oh, um, wow. Okay. It was, just, it was just something that I feel like should be watched, and it was unexpected. It was such a small movie, yet such a big movie. Like, it's it's hard to explain, but it was just it was just a really unexpected, great film from top to and it was almost perfect. Yeah, that's that's wild. I did not expect that from you. I thought it would be, I thought it would be something else. My so my my runner up was the killer. I love the killer, and I know it's it was very okay. kind of uh, not controversial, but like polarizing. A lot of people hated it. A lot of people liked it. It had its issues and some of the fighting, but I enjoyed yeah. it overall. Um, Across the Spider-Verse was a very close one too, but I give it to the Holdovers as well. I loved that movie oh, okay. so much. I had high hopes going into it and it it far uh, surpassed my expectations. So I would like to say I had high hopes when I saw the trailer, but to me, the problem is, uh, like, I like I love quirky movies. I love movies set in a little bit of the past. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm all for all that stuff. So normally... I would have said I had high expectations, and so therefore it wasn't nearly as, you know what I mean. But uh, but I've seen so many of these weird, quirky movies lately that have been made, and the trailers come out, and I'm like, and then they're just such a disappointment. Uh, like uh, it's not called Shrinking, but something like that, Downsizing. Oh, oh my yeah, God, yeah, I know what, what you're a talking bad, about. Yeah, bad movie. Uh, but this was uh, this was I wasn't quite as excited about it going in, and then I was just like, wow, like it's a it's a it's a great 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 movie that I'll remember I'll remember it 15 years from now and remember it as being all the way back in 2000 because mm-hmm. of the way they filmed it with that like standard def almost on purpose like it was it was great it was yeah. just absolutely great yeah yeah I I love coming of age movies that take place like late 60s to late 70s yeah um, yeah like outside Providence or uh, Days and Confused and when I when I saw the the trailer. And it looked like a trailer from like if you would have ran that trailer in the the mid seventies, it would have fit right in. Like it had all the aspects and everything about it, the way it was shot, like everything about it, it was the attention to detail. I really appreciated because it wanted you to be in that world, and I really yeah, appreciated yeah. all of that. And you had three actors, and they na- they nailed it. Absolutely, ten out of ten nailed their roles yeah and um they did even the smaller characters that like mm-hmm. like the other boys they showed at the beginning yeah uh great yeah they, they were they were great uh even the football player <laughs> that his dad picked them all up. I mean, yeah uh throughout the every every character i saw in that movie nailed their character and was yeah it was a delight <laughs> yeah and absolutely. it was a hard movie like the ending was tough but yeah. like it was great yeah yeah and it, that's another thing is it, it like well, the whole time you're like how does this end in a pleasing yeah. way and it found the way that I I would have never expected but it and it, yeah. and it led up to that it didn't just end and give you a pleasing ending they are leaving breadcrumbs the entire movie of to why yeah. it's going to end that way yeah I'm with you I, lo- I absolutely loved the holdovers I adored it um, that's my winner I hope you appreciate or not appreciate I hope you enjoyed uh, our award show 
Uh, I know, of course, it's longer than our typical shows just because there's so much to go over. So we will just cut it off here and move on. But we are hoping to do this more often. It's just been nuts. And with uh, NFL offseason, the combine, free agency, all that coming up, it's just going to be nuts. And then we our actual jobs that pay rent. Uh, there's that, too. Of course, take yeah. precedent. But please stay tuned. We will have more uh, more shows coming up. And uh, until next time catchphrase witty retorts